What's going on, everybody? Stephen Applegate on a beautiful, early, brisk Monday morning, 5.47 a.m. to be precise, October 29th, 2018. Yes, it is still 2018. No matter what time in the future you're listening to this podcast, I'm experiencing this horrendous... 2018. I shouldn't say that. But in fact, with blockchain technology, we're in an infancy. In a time in which many compare the early days of the internet. For example, they say blockchain is equivalent to the early 1990s. Being a zenial just a section of time prior to the millennial generation dating between those who were born 1977 to 1981 something like that allowed me to experience the full impact of the internet boom the internet bubble and what happened it exploded from the early 1990s through to about 2000, 2002. There was a time in which there was tremendous interest, tremendous activity, tremendous involvement, and many companies who were birthed out of that era who are still remaining with us today, 20 years later. One of those is Google. And you have Amazon, of course, and all the multi-billion dollar companies, hundreds of billions of dollars of valuation in these companies. And they say blockchain could in fact eclipse the early internet boom. As far as the impact on society, the agricultural developments that we experienced of the past 150 years, 200 years, and the Industrial Revolution were the latest, 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 most influential, impactful periods to have such a global reach on our societies, on planet Earth. And many believe, needless to say, some are fanatics, to say the least, thinking that this is going to change our everyday lives. And it may very well be. But who's to say? I sunk a ton of money into cryptocurrencies this year. And what a dismal performance. It was like just taking a bucket in a sinking ship. The Titanic, of all things. They're announcing the Titanic 2. Not the movie, the actual ship. And yes, they are going to circumnavigate the globe in the second clone ship known as Titanic 2. Now just imagine 
taking a five-gallon bucket, we all know the size of a five-gallon bucket. We've stood on them, we've sat on them, we've drummed them as if it were a percussion instrument. We've seen the street performers, the buskers, playing these things in series. And they've begun to become a sensation on the internet. Now take blockchain and you multiply that times a thousand. It's hard to wrap your mind around that. To understand that you might have a street performer now who relied solely on fiat currency as a donation. And I tend to go off on tangents more frequently than I should, but it's there's a point here, and let me get to it. What got me interested in 2016, I was walking downtown in an evening on a Friday night in historic Frederick. Now, Frederick County, Maryland is a very busy urban area of Maryland. When it comes to downtown Frederick and historic Frederick, it it doesn't even compare to being in Baltimore. God forbid, it's it's nothing like the inner city of Rockville. It's more eclectic. It's more down to earth. It's very historic. You know, these buildings were manufactured 200 years ago, some of them. And I came across Busker Phil. And I doubt Busker Phil will ever listen to this podcast. I I doubt many people will actually listen to this podcast. But two years ago, I thought to myself, gee, if I had cash, I would give this guy a dollar. Five dollars. And I wondered, how could these people who beg on the streets who ask for a handout for assistance on the street corners I don't know what they're going to do with the money studies show that a majority of them are either on drugs or alcohol or those influences resulted in their homelessness or joblessness or whatever the case may be So I began a journey, as I usually do, and I put 100% into my dedication and perseverance to see it through. And here I am. We're at rock bottom as far as valuation from about 12 months to 14 months ago when I first got into blockchain and cryptocurrency investment. Of course, we all rode the wave, those who were involved in cryptocurrency trading, between November and January of last year. And here we are, the last day of, well, nearing the last day of October. And in fact, if you look at the charts, we're about 69% lower than we were at the peak the first week in January or so. So what does that mean? Well, it means it could go lower. 
it also means that there's a high likelihood it's just another period in time in which we've seen this consolidation. And when you compare the, the charts, the, the trends, the graphs, over the historical data of Bitcoin and where it has gained a significant percentage, 200, 300%, and then lost 70, 80%. It just kept going. It just takes time. It's a fractal. It's a, an algorithmic equation in time that just is going to proceed. It's going to persist. And just like the internet bubble, it persisted. It consisted of individuals and institutions and regulation that continue to grow and develop in our society as a tool, an implementation of technology that developed through computer systems dating back 50 years. So just like the world is evolving around mathematics from the cellular level and DNA replication to mathematical problematic formulas being hashed out, you have this cryptocurrency, which at this point there's nearing 3,000 cryptocurrencies in the market. There's not just one, such as Bitcoin. There may be tens of thousands of individually specialized cryptographic formulations that are tokenized on a distributed ledger. And that's probably the easiest way I can put it because I'm a simple man. And for me to understand Everything about anything is far-fetched, but I can definitely wrap my mind around the benefits of blockchain and how it could be implemented in every single situation in existence, literally. From autonomous vehicles to busker fill begging on the corner. And in fact, I tried to kick off an idea to facilitate individuals such as Busker Phil in the last eight months. So if you're not familiar with crypto, just check out a few online videos. I invite you to check out blockchaintrade.market. That'll land you on the Facebook page. I'm not into web development. I'm into something very more simple, and that's just social media marketing. Now, if things start to pick up, in interest, if there is wide range of interest in these things, then I can sink some money into a, an attractive website, maybe even a white paper of all sorts. <laughs> I highly doubt it. But you know, from industry manufacturing to pharmaceuticals and trickling all the way down to homelessness, you can have retail establishments accepting cryptocurrencies for transactions at a turnstile, a kiosk, even cashierless environments, just like Amazon's Go facility in Seattle. That flagship technology that they're utilizing, those RFID 
radio frequency identification chips are able to track data throughout the facility. And once it exits the facility, they charge the consumer. So you may be walking in there, and I'll just pick kombucha as an example, just because I enjoy the beverage. So you might want to walk into a market and uh, grab your kombucha bottle out of the cooler. So once you open the door, there's a proximity sensor that understands that you are you, and that data, that information is transmitted between the store owner and your database. That RFID, that near field communication, whatever it may be, those series of cameras and sensors that are in the establishment recognize you to be you. Now you may be a crook, a criminal, someone who's trying to be deceitful in concealing your identity and maybe even stealing someone else's identity, but there are measures in place at that time, obviously, to thwart such activities. So, just swiping aside any possibility of infringement, you have the transaction, the execution of picking up your beverage, walking out the door, and paying for it without ever touching your wallet. How amazing is that? Well, blockchain communications, the distributed ledger, there is a storage of value there that is intrinsic. So as you make your way through the day, and you're thinking to yourself, gee, I really don't like sitting in traffic for an hour. Think about this. Someday, in your lifetime, in the near decade, most likely, there will be fully autonomous vehicles communicating with one another through blockchain distributed network. They will be trading information. I'm talking about terabytes of information per nanosecond. I mean, it would be amazing to really know at this point in time, 20 years before it actually becomes just commonplace, just like the early 1990s with the internet. When I was dabbling around with my old Gateway 2000, which had two gigabytes of memory. Oh man, that thing was amazing. Video games? Forget it. I loved video games when I was young. But where are we at now with all this virtual reality, augmented reality, artificial intelligence, machine learning, quantum computing? We're in the infancy. So what? It was a bubble. Just like in the early 1990s, we saw the bubble in 1980, 1998, 2002. Boom, here we are, 15, 17 years later. It just keeps growing. 
except with cryptocurrencies, it's magnified a hundredfold, a thousand times. So <laughs> these activities, these trends are all exponential within a, a logarithmic scale. And if you zoom out on the big picture, and if you look at the movement within a certain duration, those fluctuations are just part of the overall trend. So in the three or four months that we saw growth in blockchain and the awareness in society and spurring regulations and ETFs, uh, once institutional monies come into the market, we will surpass $100 trillion in market capitalization. Easy. We were nearing a trillion dollars in January. So it's much less than that now, but it will and it must continue. So the internet and its bubble which burst may have taken four or five years and cryptocurrency took four or five months to burst its bubble, which happened many, many times in the past, just on a much smaller valuation. But the percentages are there, if not greater. Bitcoin lost 80-90%, and it came back, and it kept going. So I hope, and I pray, that things will definitely turn around because it's been a very difficult 10 months. And as we reach November of 2018, hopefully we will see the same success that we experienced a year ago. And that would be great for many of us. And it would definitely get others who lost hope in cryptocurrency involved. Once again, and those who've been skeptical all along and just were tempted to get their toes wet, but were so afraid because of the overall downtrend, at some point, it's just going to be an everyday expectation to have some type of data communications documenting and tracking and executing goods and services and something as simple as driving in a fully autonomous vehicle you may not even own your own car in the future so what do you do do you pay the machine a dollar when it pulls up to your house to pick you up to bring you to work no it'll automatically deduct from your account very similarly to what we experience today with our ride-sharing companies such as Uber and Lyft and others. Now there are some international companies that are up and coming that are not very well known in, in the public eye, especially in the United States. It comes down to regulation and a disruption to the industry. So Uber definitely disrupted the taxi cab industry in inner cities. And eventually, 
you may have the ability to summon a fully autonomous vehicle, whether it be by air or by roadway. Now, having some aircraft land in your yard is probably much further down the road than having a fully autonomous vehicle just pull up in front of your house. And Elon Musk elaborated about that a couple months ago on a, a podcast, I believe. But uh, yeah, look forward to it. And those days are definitely near. We just have to persevere and stick with it and believe that these things are definitely going to happen at some point in time. And we need to embrace that. We need to share that. And understand that the technology is here not for our detriment, but our benefit to really become more efficient in our everyday activities. So that's about it for me today in my morning commute, pulling up to my workplace at 6.08. So, folks, if you haven't already, please follow me on social media at Stephen Applegate. Subscribe on my YouTube channel. Subscribe to this podcast, of all things. I look forward to connecting with you. If you have any questions or concerns, leave a comment in any of my social media. Follow me and I'll follow you back. And if you haven't already, make it a great day.